Hello, and welcome to the Writing Guys podcast, where we help writers get inside a guy's head by answering uh, your questions on how men think. Uh, I'm Lancey McCall, today's moderator, and our hosts are C.T. Andrews and Michael Aspen. Hey, everybody. Hello. I'll be C.T. today. And I'll be Michael. Yes. That was Michael (laughs) last week. I was very confused because I was like, oh my gosh, did I say their names wrong? What yeah. happened? So yeah, choose I mean, your own adventure podcast this week, Lancey. Yeah. <laughs> Love, it. Love it. You see these books right about. There you go. Here. Yeah. Your own adventures. Nice. Right, I'll be on the shelf below. So <laughs> about my choose your own from like 1984. Oh, those are awesome. Yeah, they are great. I still flip through them from time to time. <laughs> All right. Well, today we have an interesting question. Um, it is, have you ever had a specific event occur where you just knew that relationship was over? <laughs> and what was it? And uh, when we were t- looking at this question earlier, we were like, are they talking about romantic or just friendships? And I think it's cool to discuss either. Yeah. All right. Okay. I, I have had that happen. Yes. Uh, so what's our next week's podcast going to be about? <laughs> yeah. 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 No. Yeah. I, have. I, I actually have had it happen both ways. Uh, both a friendship ended and uh, a female friend. Uh, we weren't dating, but a female friend where I was, where I realized she wanted more and I didn't. And I'm like, Whoa, yeah, no, I can't No, But um, but I don't necessarily need to steal the spotlight. CT, if you want to go first, if you've got a story all queued up, hit it, man. If not, I can jump in. All queued up, huh? Yeah. Well, first of all, um, let me sort of piggyback on what you said. It, I, I honestly don't remember ever a specific moment that ended a friendship. If I thought real hard about it, I could probably come up with one or two examples, but I'd I'd also probably have to go all the way back to like high school uh, or maybe even middle school where, you know, you got, you have buddies. Uh, Friendships are more fickle, I think back. Well, I can't really say that either. I was going to say friendships are more fickle back in middle school than they are nowadays that we're adults, but mm, Mm. they're pretty fickle still today. Some of them. But, um, yeah, I don't remember any specific friendship that uh, ended because of a a moment unto itself in terms of a buddy or, a you know, a pal or whatever. But romantically? Huh. Hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you one story really quick. I have had one end, and it ended like that. And it's too bad, too, because we were pretty good to, with each other for a long time time together uh good communicated well always laughed kind of comfortable um but there were problems in the relationship that kind of swam around underneath the surface like a a lone piranha just waiting to come up and nip nibble something just like nibble at the relationship and it was more my fault than hers but the thing that ended it was her fault completely we were sitting at a bar at a sort of a sports bar restaurant type of deal and it had one of those little bitty tables you know some have booths that are big and some have booths that are small this is a little bitty table 
it was Halloween. So we were dressed up like Halloween caricatures. I had blood on my face and um, it wasn't real blood. It was fake blood. And we're just sitting there talking and having a really good time. And her phone rang. And because the table was so small and our proximity was so limited, I just looked down at her phone and I'll be damned if I didn't see a number and a name I didn't recognize. Um, and it was a guy's name. And she took the phone real quick and turned it off. And I was like, uh, she's hiding something. She's hiding something from me. And yeah, it wasn't the name. It was her actions. Exactly. It was her actions. Yeah. Because she, she was real fast. Like this girl never did anything fast, but she did that fast. Right. And uh, uh, she was hiding it from me and doing a piss poor job. So later that evening, we are in my truck. I don't want to get too long winded here, but I do want to make it interesting because it's kind of an interesting story. Um, we pull over because she had to go use the bathroom. She went to the bathroom and her phone rang again, sitting in my passenger seat. And I was like, that's very interesting. I looked at it, and there it is again. This name and this number. Well, she really did suck at that. Take your fuck. I mean, you take your phone, man. I know. (laughs) That's that's not even rule number one. That's like (laughs) unspoken rule number one. You know, you don't leave your phone sitting there. Uh, But she did. And rule number well, unspoken rule number two, which happens before written rule number one, is lock your phone, dummy. <laughs> she didn't lock her phone. So I picked her phone up and started, uh, much to my surprise, it was unlocked. So I started going through her her uh, texts. And I know the, the, whole th- the whole idea is you should never go through another person's phone. Bullshit. Bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on that. You do go through their phones. You can go through my phone all you want. I don't care. And uh, there were all these texts of, like, a sexual nature. They weren't necessarily sexting, you know, but it was like, hey, I had a great time last weekend. Can we do it again? When are you going to be free? Mm. That kind of thing. And right then I was like, this is done, man. This is all over. Two years I was with her. And I was like, yeah, this is finished. Uh, Of course, you know. The, the break wasn't clean because being the horny male that I was at one time, I thought, well, if she's going to do it, I mean, uh, you know, uh, 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 <laughs> hey, you know, but well, at that uh, point, at that point, you were no longer emotionally invested, right? Um, hmm. you probably still were. I wish, yeah, you know, it's the logistics Project. of a relationship can snap like a bone boom, they're broken. But the emotional investment is harder, right? It's more like pulling taffy, (laughs) like it stretches. And um, so no, I was still emotionally invested, but I knew that it was, it was just me. Remember that word that we introduced you to a couple of weeks ago, Lancey? Tuck. Body count? No. (laughs) No, the the word is cuck. Remember cuck? cuck? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, if she's increasing her body count, which in this case she was, and you're sticking around, you are a cut. Yeah. So um, there was only a couple of days, maybe two weeks of being a cuck, uh, thinking that I was unleashed now upon the world. Uh, only lasted for, you know, so long. And then I was like, you know what, I'm done. So I, mm. I straight up approached her with it and she had nothing to say. 
she couldn't. So it was a terrible, emotional, explosive breakup. Go ahead, Michael. If I were in your shoes, my biggest regret would be the fact that I missed an opportunity to take her bag and her phone, leave it on the curb, and then just drive away while she's in the bathroom. Right? (laughs) And then just text her and go, I saw the text from so-and-so. Bye, bitch. And then just be gone, man. Yeah. (laughs) Have him come. Boy, talk. Yeah. That's evil. Yeah, well. Yeah, well. Wait a minute. Was she not also doing some pretty shitty evil stuff? I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is it is it evil to respond to evil with evil, or is it evil to just be evil? I don't know. I'm just thinking. So the first thought, my first thought, and I don't know. I mean, I get your point. I take your point, right? She was being evil, but man, you leave her purse on the curb. Her wallet gets stolen. Her identity identity gets stolen. Yeah. That's really big. <laughs> yeah, that's All really right, well, bad. You can, leave, you can leave it with the cashier. That's fine. Okay, thank you. Thank you for that concession. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the cashier would be more honest. Hopefully. Um, well, I mean, you know, there's such a rigorous standard to become a convenience store cashier. I mean, you know, you know the background checks are murder. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay before we go on a tangent because i can see that one coming yeah <laughs> what that's crazy talk. back to the question yeah okay so Michael. yeah that was probably my most splendid moment in, in the context of the the, the episode today mm-hmm. i can't say that 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 was the moment i knew it was over i knew it was done Unfortunately, it still lingered on for another two weeks or three weeks, maybe, like I said, probably maybe at the most three weeks, probably not even that long before I finally said, you know what, man, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. I will say I was a pissy little bitch for the rest of the night, man. <laughs> when, when she came back to the, the, the truck, oh, I was just in such a crappy mood, man. Oh, oh it was terrible. Yeah, I should have I should have done like Michael said. Not necessarily leave all of her stuff on the curb, but you know, confronted her right then and there and said, "Look, yeah, this is over. We're done." Yeah. But that's yeah, like that like I said, that's my that's my moment. What about you, Michael? Come on, Michael. I'm going to change tack. I'm going to talk about a friend. So, this is not his real name, not even close because I really don't want to badmouth somebody uh after the fact. Um, uh, but so we'll call him Peter, but his name's not Peter, not even, not even close. So, uh, Peter always, I'd known him for quite a few years. We were friends in high school and, and then through college. Um, and, um, he had always had a temper, always struggled with getting angry and frustrated and to the point of like losing his temper and yelling at people and walking away and, um, and we just thought maybe he'd grow out of it, the friends that hung out with him. Uh, so at one point, he, he decided he didn't want to be a, going to school anymore, and he decided to go into the police academy. And he actually became a policeman. Uh, looking back, that probably wasn't a wise career choice for him, but um, it's where he ended up. So uh, we were hanging out at a party at this friend's house. And it was out, it was out in the middle of nowhere. It's one of those friends that had property and his house was like in the middle of the property and the property was in the middle of a bunch of other properties that were really big. So you had to drive a bit to get there and you were driving in the middle of nowhere to get there. But once you were there, 
fuck it. Let's all just drink really, really, really hard and pass out wherever you want because it didn't really matter, right? Nobody was going to call the cops. Nobody was, nobody cares. As long as you were not doing something stupid, like, you know, burning down somebody else's house, you could just party all night. So we're hanging out and that's what was going on. And this was a group of pretty rowdy people. Um, and we were hanging out there. And at one point, one of the guys who just liked to really joke around, but he liked to kind of push boundaries, decided to jump up onto Peter's lap and start pretending like he was going to make out with him and, and caressing him and stuff like this, kind of like a, a gay overture which was all a joke. He wasn't gay as far as I know. Maybe he is. I don't know. But it was all a joke no matter what. We were all supposed to laugh. Well, Peter lost his shit. He, as soon as he could, he stood up and he started ranting hard. Like, I'm going to come in. I'm going to I'm gonna wade in five deep on your ass. You're messing with the police now, fucker. That kind of shit. And I was his ride. <laughs> so I also know that the guy he the guy that was messing with him, the guy that was in his lap, is one of those guys where whenever he decides that he don't like you, he's gonna hit you hard and often. And he's not gonna back down, even from a police officer. Now, this guy wasn't a cop in that jurisdiction, but it doesn't matter, right? This was gonna turn ugly. And so I said, I think it's time to go, man. He goes, Yeah, yeah, let's go. So I took him home to his house and he was ranting the whole way home. He just could not let it go. So we get home, get in his house. I was like, talk to you later, man. He gets out of the car and he's like, cool. He slams my car door and walks in, storms into his house. I immediately drive back to the party because I'm like, I need to defuse this situation. So I get back and I get that, I sit down that guy and I'm like, dude, I am so sorry. I am so sorry he did that. Right. I don't know what the fuck his problem is, but it was all him, dude. Don't even worry about it. Cause I, cause I know, I know if this guy goes after Peter, it's not going to end well, right? Potentially somebody's going to get, you know, like really hurt. So I was like, I'm so sorry. I said, I don't know what the, I, sh you know, I knew I shouldn't have brought him. I should never, he wanted to come, but I should have told him I wasn't going or something like that. You know, anything to kind of get him to calm down. And he had calmed down by the time I left. So I'm leaving right now. I was with my wife at the time and she's, we're driving home and she goes, so you ever going to talk to Peter again? I'm like, no. And that was it. That was it. The last time I talked to him where I initiated any conversation was yeah. then. And the last time I responded to him in any situation where I could avoid it was then. Like when he would text me or call me and leave voicemails, never replied, just ghosted. And then like I saw him at a wedding one time and we just, hi, how you doing? How you doing? So what's going on with you? Not much. I got to, I got to get going. I got to get over here. Right. And I'd back out as gracefully as I can and walk away. Cause I was like, I don't want this craziness in my life and unfortunately for him when he moved into being a policeman it it amplified all the negative parts of his personality in a way that just was not a good thing and i was like you know what you're done i can't i can't have that in my life i you got to go so that's one where there was a line in the sand man that night that was it it was a night in august i don't remember the year i'm sorry <laughs> just a month yeah sometimes you gotta make that call man you just gotta yeah. cut it out it seems um but he he and i were pretty tight prior to that right we were pretty close and i just i was like i just my eyes were open to how bad he really was and more importantly how a lot of the constraints that society had kind of placed on him were broken now and he no longer needed to abide by any of that and i'm like all right yep that that's it bye bye mm -hmm. So that's the friendship one. 
Um, but I'll be happy to hand the baton back now. <laughs> I have one. Can I tell oh, yeah. one? Yes, please. Yeah. Of course. Uh, this was someone I was dating. We were dating. And, um, I guess we'd been dating a while, a few months. Um, and um, we, he, we were going over to meet some friends of his, some older friend, longtime friends of his. I'd never met him and he was really excited because he hadn't seen him in a while. And um, so we, we get over there and uh, we walk in and we meet him and we're going to have dinner with him and everything. And I start having a problem with my breathing and I can't breathe. And I'm like, I, I'm like, do y'all have a cat? <laughs> Cause I'm really allergic to cats, specifically calico cats. And sure enough, they had a calico cat. I'm like, I am so sorry. I I'm allergic. And they were like, Oh, you know, and the one, the woman was like, Oh, I used to have an allergy too until I got a cat. Mm. And that was yeah. it. Yeah. And they sat there and they were getting caught up while I was sitting here. I kept going outside, trying to get fresh air, going to the bathroom. I think I went through a whole box of tissues, you know, <laughs> just try. And this was back before, this was when, if you took a cab, you had to have cash. They didn't take credit cards. Hmm. <laughs> People may not know that that was actually a thing, but I've lived long <laughs> enough that that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. And now you could pay by your me. phone. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have a phone. I didn't have a no, cell I mean, phone. No, no nowadays, <laughs> nowadays you can even pay by your phone. Like paying with a credit card is crazy. You're like credit card. I just pay with my phone. <laughs> yeah. Well, back then at that point, there were no cell phones. So, yeah. um, I, so if I, if I had money, I would have called the cab, mm. you know, to take, to make me leave, but they sat there and ignored, they just had the best time while I suffered. And boy, I was like, yeah, this is some bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to treat me. I, I get that you've been looking forward to this, but I am physically suffering and you don't give a shit. So yeah, that's not cool, man. That's we're done. Cool. I, I think that appropriations can be made. Like in that situation where, you know, my date can't handle the allergen that she has to your cat. Why don't we take this to a, the corner bar, you know, or the yeah. corner restaurant? Yeah. Or, or you something know something outside. I would have yeah. been cool with let me take her home and I'll come back. That would have right. been fine with me. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's uh, that's just rude. Yeah. Well, it was the last time he had an opportunity to be rude to me. Yeah. We were done after that. There was nothing. <laughs> That's what the episode is all about. <laughs> so yeah. Calico is like a specific color combination. Yeah, it's the, oh. the orange, black. Orange and white or black and white. Yeah. 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 Um, the aller my allergy, it depends on the breed. Some breeds I react more strongly to than other breeds. It doesn't have anything to do with long or short hair. It's the breed. Yeah. You need to get one of those hairless cats that looks like a little raisin with legs. You're so ugly. <laughs> I know. Those most unfortunate creatures on earth. <laughs> Maybe good for the allergies, though. Um, yeah, I was reminded listening to you talk about another time. Um, you know, most of the, far more often in my life, I come across somebody. I may or may not have the kind of relationship with them that I would call a friendship, 
but you know, it's a sort of a, a, a budding friendship or maybe they're in a group of friends around you and they do something and I just never see them again because I'm not interested in pursuing anything, whether it's a friendship or a romance or whatever. That happens a lot more to me than having that established relationship. And then that moment comes, it just breaks everything. Um, but I will say this, I was dating a girl once and we'd only gone out four or five times. So it was a fairly fresh, young, new relationship. And she was cute and I was kind of excited uh, every time we got together. And getting together with her was not easy because there were scheduling conflicts and whatever else. She was way on the other side of town. But we did get together a couple times. The last time we got together, it was the date from hell. Um, so I got these two free tickets to the Dallas Stars game which is the NHL, the National Hockey League uh, uh, Dallas team, right? Dallas Stars. And she was like, oh, yeah, let's go to the Dallas Stars games. So I was like, sweet. And if you know anything about the Dallas Stars arena, it's in the middle of this area of Dallas that's real, like, kitschy, and it's upscale, and it's there's a lot of neat little boutiques and hamburger joints, and you can go walking around, and it's just a cool little area of town. So I figured we'd go to the game, and then I'll – Winer and diner at the game, or actually just winer at the game, and romance her, and then we'll walk hand in hand, and we'll go to the uh, this cool little burger shop that I know that's down a block away from the, the stadium or whatever, and it'll be fun. So we get to the game, and the game was awesome for like one period. The first period, there was a, there was like seven fights that broke out, and we were nice. right down there close to the glass. There was a bunch of action. This, it was a high-scoring game, too. Like, at the end of the first period, I don't remember. It must have been like three to two or mm -hmm. something like that. So we're talking an exciting game. And she said, so the first intermission comes, and she says, let's go get a beer. And so we went out, and I bought her a beer, and we were standing in this little outdoor patio area there in, at the stadium, and I said, well, it's time to go. Uh, they're about to drop the puck. And she goes, well, let's just stand out here and drink for a little while. And I was like, ah, okay, all right. You know, we'll stand out here and drink for a little while. So we ended up drinking for a little while through the entire second period. Mm. And so then the second intermission comes along. I hear the, the crowds roaring, right? Every time something happens, every time there's another fight or a score or a goal, and I'm just sitting there drinking my beer going, oh, come on, man. Tell me the story of your life real quick. I want to go in there. And um, so the second intermission happens. She just wants to stand out there and drink more beer. So we don't even watch the rest of the game. We just stand out there, have another beer. And then the game is over. The stadium empties. We're walking down the street. And I'm like, well, I'm going to get something out of this date, even if it's just a burger and holding her hand. So up to, up to this point, we're both buzzing, right? Walking down the street, you know, just as happy as I can be. And I reach over to grab her hand and she pulls her hand away and goes, oh, that's gross. I don't do that. And I was like, I just missed out on one of the more exciting hockey games I ever started to watch. And I can't even hold your hand. Are you serious? Okay. We go, we get the burger. I'm driving her home. And she goes, oh, it's that exit right there. And I said, no, I think it's this one. And I took the wrong exit. And oh, my God, she had a shit fit. She was just like, I told you, I told you it was that exit over there. And I was like, sorry, God, I apologize. And so 
long story short, I'm driving her. I finally get turned around the right way. I'm driving her back. And she goes, do you mind stopping off at the dog place so we can pick up my dog? And I said, no, <laughs> you can do that yourself. <laughs> I took her home, dropped her off and never saw her again. How long were you, how long were you dating before this bad date? Oh, it had been probably two months. Um, we'd gotten together a number of times. Um, but like I said, we, it was hard to get with her. So we weren't going out every weekend. It might've been like every other weekend or maybe we went out two weekends and then couldn't get together for a weekend or two. So it was sort of touch and go with her. Um, but up to that point, man, she seemed like she was a candidate. You know, I hate to use that word candidate. She was a candidate for the president of me and my romantic life. Um, but um, turns out, man, she was kind of. I would have been. I would have been pissed to have to the to miss the game. I mean, for uh, for two reasons. Number one, huge athletic fan. If I'm going to the game, I'm going to the game. Number two, yep. you paid money for those tickets. You can drink beer wherever. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, the tickets were actually free. And I'm wondering if I had paid money for them, if I had put my foot down a little bit and gone, no, we're going to go watch the game. But I had a, I, had, I, I think that I had, was under the impression that if I had done that, then she would have been in my shoes thinking, oh, I got to, I got to be with this guy for the rest of the night. You know, he won't, you know, he's not doing what I want to do. And so it turned out um, I did what she wanted to do and just kind of felt like, well, I'm not doing what I want to do. It was just a mess, y'all. It was just a mess. It was just a terrible, terrible mess. But her attitude and her stop and get my dog. No, I'm not getting your dog. I'm going to drive you back to your house where you've got your car. You can go get your dog. And that was it. I, I got to tell you, I probably would have done the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she was pissed off too, but so was I. I was kind of pissed. Michael, did you have another one? Mm, so I'm thinking through, and I don't know that I do, that is, so the question was kind of centered around like a, a one defining event where everything you thought was going fine up until a point, and then it pivoted on that point. And from that point on, you're like, nope, we're out. I'm done. And I don't know that I have a whole lot of those. Um, I don't have really any in like relationship circles. Um, all of the I have a big one if you want to hear it. Yeah. Um, so like all of my relationships always were ones where it dawned on me over time. Like I started building a case. Is she somebody I want to be with or not? And I would build a case one way or the other. And then when it finally the case was incontrovertible, over however long it took to build it, I would then end it. Or as I have pointed out in other episodes, make it where I was unappealing. <laughs> yeah. 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 There've been a lot of slow burns that yeah, yeah. for me, but not necessarily moments. Yeah. So not very often, but I, but I mean, I did have at least one, so I thought it was at least worth it to point that counterpoint out there, yeah. but I'd like to hear your big one, Lancy, if you yeah. got one. It was with my first marriage. Mm. Where I had I had the moment where I'm like, oh, yeah, we're done. And oh, um, I'm gonna go pop some popcorn for this one, man. It's really not that. It's really not that dramatic, honestly. Um, okay. All right, I'll forego the popcorn. 
the, we'll do, well, the, the first we'll do marriage... virtual popcorn CT. Just get your cup and do it. Uh, the verse the first marriage is a very typical we got married too young and then as we grew older we grew into different people right like because when you're 19 years old you don't know who you are yet yeah right sure. well it turns out um i was a lot more ambitious than he was about my career and, and what i wanted to do with my life and when he graduated he had achieved all of his goals you know he had a wife he had a kid on the way and he had a job as a teacher, so he was done. So it's one of those stories, right? So we were starting to have some problems. There was starting to be some friction in the relationship. And I had asked him to go uh, to couples counseling and we didn't get, you know, that conversation didn't go very well. And I finally just started, I'm like, I remember begging him, I said, please, let's go to counseling because we're in trouble here. Yeah. And his response to me was, um, I'm happy. I don't have a problem. There's no problem. Mm. And I was mm. like, well, I'm not happy. And we're a couple. So there is a problem. And he just repeated that to me. I don't have a problem. There's no problem. And I'm like, we're done. We're yeah. done. It's and and that's when I left him. And, um, I moved out back then you could sign a six month lease instead of having to do a year, sign the six month lease. And when I renewed that lease, we didn't get a divorce immediately, but we separated. And when I renewed that lease, that's when he realized I was serious. And he, he came back to me and said, you know, uh, I'll go to, I'll go to counseling. I'll do whatever you want. And I was like, it was too late because at that moment, when I realized we were done, we were done. Yeah. Yeah. So a pretty yep. big one, and I'm sorry, I feel like I put a party pooper on you guys because y'all got real serious all of a sudden. <laughs> no, no, I mean, no. it's, you know, how this subject matter should be treated almost party pooperish like because we're yeah. talking about that cathartic moment where you realize that the entire history you have with this person has meant nothing. I think for me, it's sad because I see so much the self-centered attitude uh, around me all the time. And that was a prime example of it. She, he could, he had no empathy at all. He could not understand that since he was happy, that doesn't mean everybody in his orbit is happy. Right. So, um, even just a, just even a modicum of understanding that somebody else might have a different experience than you, even though you're living the quote, same life, he couldn't, he couldn't grasp that. So, I mean, it was his own fault, in my opinion, for losing you because he could not see past his own happiness. Yeah. Well, I will say, and and I'm not defending that attitude because, yeah, it was a crappy response. But I will say that at, at the ripe old age I am now, looking back with a little bit of perspective, um, I was far more mature than he was. And I think the maturity levels made a difference, too, mm. at that point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, it's like Michael said, if you're only interested in your own happiness, that is probably the, the single most indicative sign of immaturity mm. right there, you know. Yep. So, yep. Well, it all worked out, Lancey. <laughs> it did, because now I'm married to this funny guy. Uh, yep. 25th wedding anniversary coming up. Woohoo. Hey. 
Congratulations. Still don't know what we're doing for. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. 25 years. That's that's interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we've been talking for about half an hour. I actually wrote the time down this time so I could keep track of it. You did? I know. I'm all over that today. Woohoo. Yeah, I, you know, I think this was a really interesting episode for about 30 minutes. But now I can't think of any other time when I came across that one single moment where the back was broken, basically. Yeah. Now, it's like we discussed a few minutes ago. It's a slow burn for me. Like my relationships that have ended, whether it be a, a friend or otherwise, they've always kind of been a series of signals that happen over a period of time. You know, um, I think a lot of them are. I thought a lot of relationships are like that because just if you start out with something or like think of a whole apple and every time there's some a problem, a little chunk gets taken out of it and a little chunk gets taken out of it. And eventually there's not much of an apple left. Right. And I think that's probably how most relationships that go wrong develop yeah. and that is uh i think that's actually a really good if we kind of distill this down into you know writing advice um there can be singular moments but not always are those singular moments the moment when the relationship ends it's the mo well it may be the moment the relationship ends but the momentum can carry it on for a while right um after that fact but so often you see and uh in fiction where there'll be that clearly defining moment where it was good, then it was bad. And, and so many more of the experiences, if you want to make them more realistic are the slow burn, right? They, they are the ones that build up over time. So um, I guess it just depends on what kind of story you're wanting to tell, but um, yeah. So from a guy's perspective that, you know, there are times when it is just a switch and you're done, or it can be the slow burn. It can be both. Yeah, when it comes to literature, I agree it's far more realistic to have that slow burn because I think we all agree that's how 90% of them end, but it's yeah. not as dramatic. No, no, it is not. If, if you want like something that's cinematically dramatic or literarily dramatic, even if it's a slow burn, it has to end with that explosion. It has to yeah. end with that bang. Um, because those are, for me, those are not only so fun to write, they're also very effective to read. Like when you read a moment that ends in a bang, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened. You know, I can't believe they they said these things to each other or or whatever, you know, they were yelling at each other or the moment was just so heavy handed. They're fun to write and they're fun to read. So um Yeah, I think it was yeah. the I think it was the author in me that was telling you to leave her bag and phone on the curb and just drive away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. create some drama that's right <laughs> like michael ought to be the author of my life and <laughs> it was so interesting if you've seen uh if you've seen stranger than fiction if all of a sudden you start hearing my voice as a narrator in your head give me a call <laughs> let me know <laughs> oh, yeah. michael you need to knock that shit off i'm trying to have a good time here <laughs> yeah. or more importantly right. can you start writing me in some like start changing the course a little bit yeah, you know, like this, yeah, no, this. I've got a bulleted list. I'll email you of things I'd like you to include in my life moving forward. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. All um, right, guys. Did you have any final comments, or are we, you guys, good? I think I'm good. All right. Good.
All right. Well, that concludes this episode of Writing Guys. And uh, if you have a question that you would like for the guys to answer about how men think, uh, visit writingguys.net and click the button, ask us a question. There's a really short form. It pops up. You enter it. You don't have to leave your name. Send it in to us and we'll get it on the show. Now, be sure to uh, like, follow, or subscribe to the Writing Guys podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And hey, tell your friends about us. We'd love to get more comments and more questions coming in. Yes, please. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the more the merrier. Yeah, get your friends and your other author friends. Yeah. So uh, that's it. We're out and we will see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.